Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Creative Confessionals. I'm Kelly Taylor. And I'm Maddie Rose. So we have not one, but two special treats for y'all today because we have two of our awesome, super dope friends from Black Creek Rain. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us today, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having us. So I'm Darren. Um, I'm one of the co-founders of Black Creek Rain. I'm Lex. I'm the other founder of Black Creek Rain. Darren plays guitar and he sings and I play bass and we co-write the songs. I guess this is a creative podcast. That's that's good to know, I think. Absolutely. It's good to know. (laughs) Right now we feel more like we're like a writing project than a band without live shows. But yeah, we are a band technically. Yeah. Everything has had to sort of pivot in this pandemic and less than fun ways but you guys are still creating you're still you're still putting music out you just put something out quite quite recently we did yeah but before we get into that we want to play a game with you guys okay sweet so maddie and i have this little game we call it rad thing bad thing so basically we say one really cool thing that happened this week to us and one not so cool thing or in our case rad and bad are you guys down to play yeah yes cool so Maddie will kick things off. Maddie, kick us off with your rad thing and bad thing. My rad thing this week was that I had an audition yesterday and it was this fun sort of commercial audition. But again, over Zoom, had to had to do a Zoom audition. And now I don't know if you remember, Kel, but a couple of weeks ago, my bad thing was that my pets interrupted my Zoom audition. My yes. dog decided to make his presence known by um, barking quite a bit <laughs> during my Zoom audition. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, This time, they interrupted my audition, but for good purposes. It was kind of an improv off the cuff sort of situation for the commercial. They had some chosen lines and they let me finish them off. And uh, one of them, I had to be excited about something. And he said, just be excited about something. And I said, great. And he kind of gave an example. And I said, or I can get excited and say that I just got a kitten. And he said, excellent, do that. So I did. And I said, you know, because I actually have a kitten and there's a good chance she'll try and make an appearance at some point. And he said, can you get her? And I said, yes, I can, (laughs) because I want nothing more than to make my animals the stars of everything, because they're the cutest fucking things that have ever existed. One is asleep beside me right now, and one is absolutely causing trouble elsewhere. But yeah, so that was my rad thing, was that I had a really awesome audition and my my cat made an appearance in it and uh, not for malicious purposes. Aww. And my my bad thing this week was, speaking of my cat and malicious purposes, <laughs> I, I went to have a shower the other day and I foolishly left a cup on the coffee table. Now, Ooh. all of my cups have lids. There is a lid, there is a small hole for a straw. It is a lid and straw situation. I'm basically a four-year-old with a fucking sippy cup, okay? (laughs) I left this on my table, went to go have a shower, as you do, heard a crash, came out. She had knocked the cup over, probably trying to get the straw, and it just leaked everywhere. It just slowly proceeded to leak everywhere. Thankfully, it was just water, so I had to just clean up water, but... Uh, it's been a pretty good week if my my only bad thing is that my cat tipped over a cup like a dick. So that's it. That's my that's my rad and bad. But uh, why don't we go on to Lex? Yeah, that sounds like a just like a cat doing cat things. I don't, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably on purpose if I know cats. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Rad thing, bad thing. Okay. 
rad thing. I watched a show called Ted Lasso, <laughs> which is pretty rad. One's on uh, Apple TV Plus. Very good. Cool. It was a very good show. Yeah. It's one of those ones that um, it was a comedy, but it had those moments where it gets like a little heavy and, and you feel some stuff. Like a dramedy? Like, yeah, if anyone hasn't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's good. It's very funny. Who are the actors in it? Jason Sudeikis is the, is the main guy. He, geez, it's great. It's legitimately great. My, it came out like last March or something, mm. but I slept on it forever and I just like didn't bother watching it, but it's like so oh, good. Yeah, you're like, well. Dude, so it's only like 10 episodes too. It's nothing. Like I watched it all in like four days. Yeah, I've heard good things. I've, I've had other people recommend it. So it's not, not just you who thinks it's good for what that's worth. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> What's it? 15 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Yeah, so that's my rad thing. Bad thing. I just started taking uh, singing lessons in oh, <laughs> story. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> look at that childish little boy giggle yes. coming from Darren think, right now. He knows what I'm gonna say. I think so. I started taking vocal lessons, and like I'm not a singer. I don't. I don't sing. I'm trying to learn. So, so, so I started taking these vocal lessons. To make a long story short, he's a vocal coach. Um, we're doing the we're doing the meetings over Zoom, and he does like a speaking. You can work on your speaking voice as an actor, or you can work on your singing voice as a as a singer, a musician. And we were just chatting about like what I wanted to do. And I'm like, oh, originally I wanted to work on my speaking voice, but like, I thought like instead um, let's work on my singing voice. And he said, great. And then I sang like, you know, 32 bars of a song for him, just like couple, couple verses. And he's, and he's kind of like stopped for 10 seconds. It was like a, it was a pregnant pause. It was a good dramatic. <laughs> and, and he's, and he's like, looked at me. He's like, I'm glad you want to work on your singing voice because it's so much worse than your speaking voice. I think there's like a lot we can do there. And I was just like, oh. cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> oh no. Oh my. Um, but he's a super nice guy. Is he? He just said your singing voice was awful. And your speaking voice is also not great, is what he said in that well, moment. No, 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 voice is great. great, that we don't need to work okay. on it. And, but like, but he was like, he was, uh, he was impressed by like how different they were. He was like surprised <laughs> how poor my singing was considering how good my speaking voice was. Right, okay, I see. Like I see. one hell of a backhanded compliment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I'll take it. Practice makes perfect. Yeah, well, oh, well, because so I just like, I had the, I had my second, um, my second lesson with him like an hour before coming on here with you guys and it's like he's trust he's a super nice guy um it's like he's like changing how i like make noises with my face so it's like a super intense like to make singing sounds i'm just like using my voice in a way that like i didn't know i was supposed to be using it so it's super difficult but um i think for the best yeah i think that sounds like a fun little challenge and it's fun to learn new skills it's good to to try new things yeah and I think it's a good way to just stay productive too, because I don't stay think, creative. Yeah, I don't think we're playing live shows again till at least the fall. So yeah, there's like lots of time. All right, Darren, you're up. Oh God, this was a bad idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's talking oh, about oh. our podcast. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we said that too, and now we're how many episodes in? We just kept rolling with it. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta roll with the punches, right? We don't know how to take no. That's for an usually answer. how I start creative endeavors. In fact. As every time I start a creative endeavor, I go, that's a bad idea. And that's then how I start happens. my relationships. Mm, ah, yeah, this, oh, this is a bad idea. Well, I guess you can have my number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's how my last one went. Uh, rad thing, bad thing. Okay, so I guess I'll start with rad thing. Um, no, that's a lie. I'll start with the bad thing. The bad thing was I noticed that our latest release, in terms of from the 
amount of playlists that it got on, the amount of streams we got from those playlists was like laughably bad. Like it, like we, we, the goal for me was I wanted to, and I had submitted for God knows how long days and days and days. And so I, we, I secured a play a spot on about like 16 different playlists. Some of them had like 30,000 followers. Some of them had like a hundred followers. I didn't care. I'm just like, I'm going to throw it out there. Whoever adds it, adds it. And so my goal was 10 playlists to get on. And we got on 16 and I was re- initially really happy about that. And then the bad news was that I think out of 16 playlists over a month, we ended up with like not even a hundred streams. And I'm like, well, what was even the point of like submitting these emails? What was even the point of spending all that time and this and this and this and this? So I was real mad this morning. So that that's the bad. The rad is, I guess, again, with that song, because that's really all I'm obsessed with these days is just kind of pushing the music in some form or the other. The, the good news is I sent Lex the demo that we did for the next song that we've got coming out. And this is the first time in I think three or four songs where we both are like, yep, this is a good song. <laughs> the last the, the last few songs, it was like, he'll think one thing and I'll be like, eh, and then vice versa. I'll think something and he'd be like, eh. Um, but th- 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 this was a rare instance in the last, I guess, four or five months where we both were like, yeah, yeah, no, this, this is a banger. We both like it. So that was good. It was nice to hear. And we have, it's like a collaboration track. We've got some other people on it. He loved what they did on it. It was, it was good. It was good energy. It was good vibes. It was good. It, it was the rad part of my week. That's good. Well, I'm happy that to ending rad. on a rad note. Yeah, we're yeah. on a good note. And Kel, what are your rad and bad for this week? So I have two rads to make up for the bad, but one sure. of the rads kind of goes into the bad. So it's kind of a fun story. <laughs> so one of the rads is that today I finished my recording for a project I was doing. So I was working on this animation project, a four episode pitch that this writer is is doing. And I started working on it a little bit, I think, in November of 2020. And I just finished it today. And it felt so much better the second time around because now I'm more comfortable with the character. I'm more comfortable with him as a director. So I felt a lot better after this take. I didn't feel like he was going to fire me this time. (laughs) Because after the last one, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm probably getting fired. But he didn't fire me. We finished it today and it was really cool. And he told me all his hopes for it and you know, he's pitching it to different networks. And if it doesn't, then he's just going to do like a storyboard thing on YouTube. So it'll see the light day somehow. Not sure if this podcast will still be in existence at that point, but you guys will though. So y'all will hear about it in one way or another, because I'm such an intention whore. And then another bad thing was that I booked something else. I booked another voiceover gig. Yay. Yeah. And this time in a voice that isn't my natural voice. So for any of y'all listening, I have a funny sounding voice. That's just how I sound naturally. This audition piece, I had actually applied to be uh, the character of like a happy ghost because it's all about these three different ghosts. There's a happy ghost, there's an angry ghost, and then there's a really sad ghost. And I was like, oh, like I can do happy really well. That's fine. That's totally up my wheelhouse. So... I send her my voice demo and then she's like, I would love for you to audition for the role of angry ghost. I'm like, I am kind of applied for happy, but okay, cool. (laughs) So I did both and it was all improv. So um, she's like, I really liked you as a pissed off ghost. The role is yours. Give me all the info and we're going to have a meeting this week, whatever, whatever. This woman is awful at communication. I think it took me like three messages back to figure out that like I booked the gig. I think you sent me one of those messages yeah. with right underneath saying, did I book this? 
question mark yeah yeah that was that was it it took three more messages back that night for her to be like the the role is yours i'm like okay so i did book it okay great the irony is that she ghosted me so she ghosted me the first time after i had said i don't live in new york because it's supposed to be a remote project and then she had said that it's going to be recorded over zoom and when it's safe to return to the studio then we'll do that and i was like okay well i don't live in new york so i should tell you this now but i can Mm -hmm. still record i've got all the equipment and whatnot. So she ghosted me for a few days. And then I was like, okay, I guess that's my answer. And then got back to me saying that the meeting, which I didn't know we had, there's apparently there was a meeting that was going to be postponed because of technical difficulties for three days. So she wanted to postpone it till Wednesday. And I work 16 hours Wednesdays. So there's no way I'm making any meetings. So I wrote back saying, I can literally make any other night this week, or even if you want to have a meeting, I'm happy to do the rule. Let me know what you want. And that was on Monday. The meeting was supposed to be last night. I got ghosted again. That's my bad thing. That's super frustrating. It's the business. It's showbiz. It's welcome to showbiz, kid. Is she the director or the producer? or? I don't know. There's really no communication. She's the one that put the casting call out. So I'm guessing she's the director if she booked me and she's commenting on how much she likes me being an angry ghost. I don't know. Clearly needs an assistant or learn how to communicate better. But um, it just felt cool. The rad thing was that it did feel cool to get booked in something that wasn't like a Kelly sounding voice. Because then that mm-hmm. made me feel like, oh, all that money I spent on voiceover classes kind of, you know, worked. Kind of working out now. So that was my bad thing. But we good. So let's get to you guys. So Darren, you talked about that you have a new single. It's called You and I, and it is a collaboration with Danny Fernandez. So how did that collaboration come about? Like, did your people text his people? Did y'all go to middle school and high school together and your buddies? And he's like, yo, homie, let me do you solid and I'll sing on your next record. Did you duet him on TikTok? And he was like, bro, we need to duet this in real life. It's it's so the condensed version is that one of my buddies showed me like there was a studio ad that was saying that you could like record with him, but they didn't quite get that right. And then so through through miscommunication and through bad information, we ended up speaking to Danny himself just to clear the air. And then he's like, yeah, like we can do a track, but like I have to like it because like it's a feature and I'm not just going to hop on any and anything. And I'm like, okay, well, that sounds like it's more legitimate than what they were initially offering because what they were initially offering was like hey normally it's like ten thousand dollars to do a feature with danny but like due to covid like we can do it for cheap and i'm like i don't even know who you are friend i don't know if you're <laughs> affiliated with danny if you're his like gardener i don't know what's going on here not nah, fam but that's that's not how i'm playing this game and i hung up the phone and then like literally 30 seconds later he calls back and he's like yo dog i just spoke to danny and like for a thousand dollars if you just go to his place in milton and give him the money like now he'll do the feature and i'm like dog that's not how features work in music i'm not 19 i know how this works that's give how people money. get murdered yeah give the yeah, money legit. to him now in like what a paper bag like and just yeah, like, like unmarked under one dollar bills like yeah. what and i'm like no like fam, look look maybe if i was 18 or 19 like that would have worked on me but not at like uh, i'm pushing 30 now dog like you gotta come with something better than that yeah <laughs> so, right you gotta you gotta try a little harder than that if you're gonna scam me so then danny himself calls me and it actually sounds like Danny and like I saved the number and on WhatsApp, it's him, Danny and his family, which would be a weird photo to have on your phone. So I'm like, maybe this is really Danny. It walks me through the actual process of how it works with the feature. And so we're like, cool, actually being on a song that you like is 
much more akin to drop off a thousand dollars in Milton at midnight, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, so we sent him a few demos. He liked this one, this dance poppy one. Then we hopped in the studio. We did it. We got a bunch of photos and videos with him. It was really, really cool. Our social media went the closest it ever did to blowing up at that point, which is really cool. All of my friends were super excited, and Lex was just kind of like, "Okay, cool," because admittedly he hadn't really, he wasn't really familiar with the guy like like growing up. Me and like everybody on my side of the fence. For lack of a better word, we grew up with Sean Desmond and yeah, Belly and Carl Wolf and all those guys. Through Sean yeah. Desmond, like back in like the two thousands, he was he was like at all the clubs. Yeah, it, 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 it was him. That whole crew, they were crushing it in Canadian music for the last yeah. twelve years or so, or like twelve or so years ago. Alex was just like, yeah, yeah, sure, <laughs> great, <laughs> I, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't. But like on my side of the fence, that's what it was like. So all of my, all of my peeps, and I even showed him. Like my phone was vibrating off the hook. Like people, like, oh damn, Darren, you're famous now. I missed out. I'm sorry. I'll promise I'll come to the next show. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, damn like, right. you know. <laughs> And so, no, it, it was a cool process. It was nice to work with him. The song came out. It's out. We should hopefully have a nice big surprise in April. I'm going to hold my tongue on that just to really make sure it happens. But it was a great process. I admittedly took the creative charge on this song. Lex, not so much, but that's all right. He'll, he'll, you'll, you'll get him next time there, champ. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's out. It's good. Um, I'm glad it's out. People have responded accordingly. And yeah, um, you and I, you can stream it everywhere, literally on any platform you'd like. Black Creek Rain, Danny Fernandez, you know what it is. It's a dope track. I genuinely really enjoy it. I enjoy your music. It's super cool and pop, but like it's got funk. And I'm not going to lie. So Lex, you and I have known each other for a few years and I knew you were in a band and I was like, you're always like, yeah, come see my show. Come see my show. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever. Um <laughs> You mean he actually promotes this man? Oh my god. <laughs> no, she's being nice. <laughs> Stalked him on Instagram and I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Um, no. No. Um, when you guys had your EP drop and I was like, okay, like I'm gonna listen to this. And I thought it was gonna be like douchey punk rock. That is the absolutely fair. really yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but I was like, I'm gonna listen to it because I'm gonna I'm gonna be a good person. And I was like listening to this and I'm like, oh wow, this is really cool. And I'm like listening to the next track. I'm like, this is really cool. Like this is dope. It bounces all over the place because it does have like a cool poppy sound, but then it's got some funk and then it's got some like the the bass. I'm like, this is so dope. So, no, I uh, really, really like your music. I appreciate that, Kelly. Actually, ironically enough, that's how I got Lex into the band in the first place. Because he thought the same thing like five, six years ago. I was in this band. I was you thought it was going to be like, like some douchey punk rock? <laughs> he, he, no, he, he was like, all right, you're my friend. I'll like take a listen. And then I, I sent him like, like this reggae song. And he's like, oh, what's this? Well, this is actually cool. It's not just my friend making some nonsense in the basement. It was like literally the same reaction. So that, that that's interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be like punk rock or anything. But I thought it was going to be like, yeah, it's like some terrible like coffee shop thing where like you're basically <laughs> crying into the microphone and, like, <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah i remember that was back in university and it was yeah yeah it's one of those things you just you hear it and you're like oh well i wasn't expecting that that's actually not bad. yeah <laughs> and uh yeah that was culture shock that's a song that we re-recorded uh, oh that's a re-recording yeah yeah that's not the original yeah, we redid that, and that, that was with that was with that was when Shane was in the band. It's the first time that we recorded as a unit, like live off the floor. It's called, which means like all the instruments were playing at the same time, and like it was a real band atmosphere instead of instead of just plugging everything into a computer one at a time and sort of like building it like a like a Lego set. So that was cool, and I think that's still like our most streamed song. It's our most streamed song by like a country mile. Yeah, that one's got like, like twenty three thousand streams or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that was cool. Yeah, no, the, the, we we did that one at number nine, just downtown. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 
Shout out. What up? So how do you guys know each other then? So you guys didn't just, like, Darren just didn't put out an ad saying, do you want to be a star? Call 1-800-555. Yeah. That's not true. I put out two ads exactly like that. Nobody okay. responded. So then I had to talk to Lex. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, how we met is, if you know me well, it's the most Darren story ever. We were in university in, ironically enough, an acting class because um, acting or drama was like my minor in university. And so we got there and it was an acting for non-majors class because neither of us were actually majors. He actually majored in kinesiology. I majored in music. So to act, we had to do like an acting for non-major folks. And um, so we met and we looked around and there were some, dare I say, there's some fine ass women in this class. And I'm like, I should have taken this acting class thing years ago. Like, <laughs> damn. And so we, we had to take a piece of paper and write down ex- what we were thinking point blank on this and just pass it to the next person. And Lex, unluckily enough, had to be beside me. And I legit just wrote on the paper, hey, yo, there's some damn fine women in this class. And I just passed it to him. And he had to read it out. So he picks up and he, he laughs first. And he's like, hey, yo, there's some damn fine women in this class. Exactly <laughs> how I would have articulated it. Like, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, well, this is my best friend. <laughs> okay, no, but like, that's also like, that's not, that's true. Um, we were doing one of those acting exercises where basically someone had to write a line for you and you have to like deliver the line, like how you think they'd say it. Yeah, but there was a different, there was a different exercise we were doing where like everyone had to write some kind of story about a thing that that was like important to them. And like all the stories got thrown into this pile in the middle and you basically draw the stories out and like same principle, like you just have to read someone else's story um, and share it with the class. And like, I can't remember what my story was, but the one I picked up was about how Stone Cold Steve Austin threw Kurt Angle's Olympic medals in the river during WrestleMania and like I'm dead and then like I just like looked over at Darren and I just said like Steve Austin and he's just like oh shit that's me and like I knew right away that of course that's his fucking story like of course it is who else would write that and then that's when we became friends (laughs) and you've been best friends ever since yeah we haven't all been sunshine and rainbows we didn't actually become bandmates till uh later much later actually at the end of that class we did no it was like a year after we were out of school almost was it yeah i'm pretty sure my memory is not the greatest but oh what is time time does not exist anymore i don't know what day it is sometimes i spent all yesterday thinking yesterday was thursday and then i learned it was wednesday at like six o'clock at night and it just kind of like shattered my world i still haven't recovered (laughs) see that's why we started the podcast so we remember what days (laughs) days. yeah it's actually calendar that's what this is. And we release every Monday. So we help our listeners know what day it is. That's the only reason they listen to us is so they know ah. what day of the week it is. So we, but we also know you guys. I mean, we've, we've met you and seen you in person and seen you perform live and it's pretty awesome. I also had the same experience as Kelly when uh, I first listened to you guys. Kelly was like, come see, come see Lex's band. Cause Lex and Kelly and I were in a show together. We were in a show mm-hmm. called Ladies Sign No More together. And uh, so Lex is not just in a band. He's also an actor sometimes. <laughs> and uh, sometimes. yeah. And uh, we were doing a show together and Kelly was like, come see Lex's band. He's playing where we're going. And we grabbed one of our other castmates and we, we no came choice. to see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it was a no choice situation. And uh we came to see you guys at Cherry Colas, I think. Yep. Yep. Probably. And we screamed real obnoxiously for you, Lex. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we like why to not? embarrass people. Absolutely we do. And but as soon as you guys started playing, I was like, that's not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. It was great, but again, it was not what I was expecting. And uh then we had you guys on one of our shows for uh She Kills Monsters. We had a fundraising show. 
That's right. And yes. you guys yes, yes, did yes, us true. such a solid and came and performed for us. And you performed with Katie as well, who is a lovely singer and just a lovely human being. And yeah. we love her. And- Speaking of you guys playing at our fundraiser, I have a question for both of you. Do y'all still have the M&M's? No, I ate them. Yeah. <laughs> I should, actually. I, think, I actually think I still do. Darren has them on display like a trophy. It's like these are I, the brown M&M's. I got exclusively brown M&M's. Yeah. A little fun story is Lex and Darren were nice enough to play our fundraiser for a show Maddie and I were co-producing a year ago called She Kills Monsters. And Lex wrote on his tech sheet, Maddie was so professional and had like, you know, what are your needs? What do you, you know, what do you guys need? Like technical wise or anything? And Yeah, you Lex, usually put a note section of like, are you allergic to anything? Do I need you, to keep like, anything Do you have any other backstage? comments? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Maddie's texting me. She's like, oh, Lex is so funny. You should see what he wrote on, on, the, on the tech sheet. And I look at it says Black Creek Rain request a bowl full of M&Ms, but not the brown ones. And I'm like, leave this to me. I'm going to have some fun with this. <laughs> so I go to Bulk Barn. I get some M&Ms. I ask Maddie to pick up some jars. So we fill up the jars with M&Ms and we do take out the brown ones. But you have to guys understand that this is a fundraiser. We don't have a lot of money. So we couldn't afford two full jars of M&Ms. So Darren got the jar of color. Full M&Ms and Lex got the brown ones. There's a little baby jar. So you guys can't give too much away, but you guys are working on, you know, something pretty cool, pretty dope. What else do you guys have? So we're in quarantine still because this pandemic is like the song that never ends. Are you guys going to be doing any like virtual YouTube jam sessions? What 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 do you guys got going on here to keep people's thirst quenched for Black Creek Rain? We're doing a show. Well, I'll start by saying like we've tried to do the the virtual show together and it's just like it has never worked for us just for whatever reason too much going on yeah it's too difficult to like sync up the audio and everything too it's always it just feels like a step out but we are doing a show at the end of march i think we are yeah 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 so we're figuring exactly how we're going to do that but we are doing something we've done a couple of we've done a couple of like recorded pre-recorded stuff this one's pre-recorded too so we should be okay i think so yeah but there is stuff out there like we have done a couple of things we did that benefit for sick kids in december which was good We're, we're still keeping busy and thankfully we're still getting like i still drop in at the king henry's virtual open mic now and then so like i'm still playing to keep my chops sharp yeah yeah. i i I will holler at you next time no it's okay <laughs> that area no thanks i'm good we're, we're, we're trying to keep our chops sharp um because we like we'll eventually get back yeah when we do we don't want to have to start all the way from scratch again so i know lex is playing that bass every day i know he's doing his due diligence i know that i don't even need to ask oh good man like that i know that i'm feeling that i'm feeling the having to you know, make sure that you keep that tool sharp. I haven't been on stage in like over a year and I started rehearsing for a show just two weeks ago. And I'm like, I don't know if I remember how to act. It can feel that way. Yeah. I started taking a, like a virtual acting class at right at the start of the new year. I got incredibly nervous just being like in a situation where I had to act again. And I felt same thing. Like I've been doing auditions sporadically, but like I haven't like acted on a, you know, in a real way. So one of my last questions is, Darren, so Lex is taking some uh, vocal lessons. Is there any hope for Lex to take a lead on any future tracks? You know what? I have wanted to get him to sing a little bit more, a little bit more during rehearsals. And he tries his best. And bless his heart, he definitely (laughs) tries. <laughs> he, he gets in there, and you know what, 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 what? The biggest problem with him thus far is that if I'm singing with him, he'll be just fine. He'll sing the notes. He'll do. Either. But the minute I stop, and I'm like, "All right, let's do your thing. Take the training wheels off." 
whoo-wee. He's just kind of all over the place. And like that, that's, especially as a beginner singer, that's the way it's going to work, right? So it's, yeah. once he gets that figured out, I'm sure it'll be fine. That's the thing with like any, with a lot of instruments too. When I have, I have, oh, I have a weird uh, repertoire of instruments that I have played in my life. And one of them is the saxophone. And I couldn't play unless someone else was playing because I like needed someone else there for that confidence. I have also given up anything with a reed at this point because fuck those. <laughs> but that that screwed me in that sense but yeah that's a thing that can happen sometimes you just need that other person there to like help boost your confidence until you have it all on your own i never got that with the saxophone but i i hope that you get that lex with your vocals that's the plan anyway yeah it's, it's funny because like it's one thing to like sing along with someone when like they're taking the lead and you can just follow but mm -hmm. uh, yeah if you have to start carrying the melody by yourself it becomes a bit of a different beast um at least it feels that way and i yeah i'm like i'm darren went, went to went to school for music so he's been he's been playing forever and i'm a little like you where i've got like an eclectic like eclectic assortment of instruments i played at like different points to different skill levels but like i played like piano until i was 13 and then i played played trumpet in like the jazz band so like it kind of had like musical I have a musical background, but like I've never sang before. Like I don't, it's not like within my skill set. So it's been interesting trying to learn that for sure. Yeah. I feel like that must help though, that you have quite the musical background. I feel like adding a first instrument in is is a lot different than adding a fourth one, even if like your instrument is vocals. Having well, that previous training can be super helpful. I think so. You can ask Darren too, because like, well, like when we when we rehearsed, kind of starting to get me on like the backup vocals and stuff. Sorry, the backup vocals and stuff. Um, what it helped with was when like, I would like open my mouth and just like make noise and it'd be like no that's not right nope. <laughs> <laughs> and you know like right away that it's not right <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. it's like mm -mm, that's not a good sound i don't like that one so in that sense it's like at least for me it felt like my understanding of like what it's supposed to sound like made me very aware of that i was not sounding see the education goes but like who knows that's always tricky. Now, as you say, like I had the advantage that like my folks dragged me to piano lessons when I was like seven or so. But then I really didn't love it till I was 14. And then ever since I was 14, I'm like music forever. This is what I'm going to do. But Lex, Lex has caught up real, real quick on the theory stuff and whatnot. Because when we first started, I was uh, significantly ahead of him in like theory and, and technicality and all that sort of thing. Composition. Yeah, and composition and this stuff. And, and I'd be throwing all these complicated chords and this and this and this at him. And yeah. he's like, but why do we need to do it? like that and ironically enough years and years later now they roll a switch now i'm like playing these three four chord things i'm like hey we should try this and he's like hey so here's this ultra complicated jazz harmony i came up with let's give it a whirl yes. and i'm like exactly what <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's true it's true though because i don't know it's just it's funny how your ear changes as you start to understand a little bit more too because like i know in terms of just like not to get too like into the boring part but like we do you guys know enough about music i think we're like when i, I start bringing these ideas to darren where it's just like we're changing keys several times <laughs> i'm on like, board <laughs> no. I, I, i'd look at him yeah. and I'm like what on god's green earth are you doing here this was the guy that was like afraid to play like sharps and flats not so long ago he's like yeah let's keep it here now he's like all right so we're gonna start here we're gonna end here deal with it. deal with it <laughs> yeah. yeah the different sections are in different keys because jazz basically <laughs> but it's interesting because like well talking about like this is a creative this is a good creative process podcast like darren and i have had this discussion a, a few times and like actually talking about like the process of like songwriting we've we've talked about sort of finding what is that balance there because we've gone back and forth on like what's really important in like making a good song and it's the same with like putting up a good show when we did um when we did lady sign no more together i think we we did find a really good balance of what the heart of that piece was and 
when, when Darren and I are writing, there is that like, okay, like how much do we satisfy as musicians, what we want to hear and what we find like technically in- interesting. And mm-hmm. oftentimes it's not actually, that's not actually the solution that ends up being the most moving emotionally. So you do need to find sort of like the truth in there. And like, what's, what's that thing that we can sing about that makes like a Johnny Cash song great, where it's like, yeah. they're just like three chords and the truth. Or like yeah. Springsteen is so good at, you know, I'm on fire is like three chords, but it's like an amazing song. What do you think about that, Darren? The best example that we were both there for, which I'll always go back to since it was something we both shared was when we saw John in 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a great example. And he he just, we it was twofold for me because I went in assuming John Mayer's not that great of a singer. He's a hell of a songwriter and I always knew that and a hell of a guitar player. Mm-hmm. But from a vocal standpoint, I'm like, John, I've got your number. I'll sing you under the table any day of the week. <laughs> Truthfully, this is something that I said. And then I get to the concert and he just, he starts with Heartbreak Warfare and just murders this thing. <laughs> and he's not doing anything fancy. He's not doing any. He's not riffing and running and Christina Aguilera and all over the place. He, he's just hitting the notes exactly where they need to be. He's meaning what he's singing. There's the authenticity behind it. He's just in his t-shirt and his jeans, but he's singing his heart out. And you feel that. And that's something that Lex has been trying to hammer home probably for the last like year or so. Meaning what you're writing and really finding your voice because that's going to be able to cut through the noise of all of the 40,000, 60,000 or so songs being uploaded to Spotify every single day. It's like, what makes yours different? Do you mean it more than they do? It's an interesting question to talk about. No, I think, like, I love music. Like, love, 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 love music. I grew up, my dad was a musician and I grew up from a really young age loving lyrics and being really interested in hearing what, like, lyrics meant. I love listening to a record that I listen to the lyrics. I'm like, oh, you fucking get me. Um, Like, I love Carole King. I think she's such a fucking fantastic songwriter. And I love listening to, you know, James Taylor. And I love listening to to records like that where I can listen to a song. And I'm like, you feel like they're speaking to you, you know? This is one of the goats too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all I wanted to say. (laughs) It's funny too. Like, you can listen to someone like, maybe Joni Mitchell's a really good example Mm -hmm. too, where as a teenager anyway, you kind of... It, you know it's good because everyone tells you it's amazing but like you haven't lived enough life yet to like really yeah. understand what she's talking about and, like i know for me like i'll go back and listen to like springsteen as an adult and you know like like my dad loves like the boss you know so like i was always like around it growing up but like you listen to it and like you understand now it makes more sense when you have enough like life context to like really get what he's talking about i think that makes is what makes music so universal too is that you can enjoy it from a young age but then as you get older you can really understand it and relate to it and one of my favorite things to do is to listen to the artists that i used to listen to that i grew up with and especially with country music country music has always been like super raw and real and i at eight years old would you know listen to like reuben mcintyre and think i know what she was talking about and then you know you 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 grow up and you go through heartbreak and then you're listening to this and it hits so much harder now because you understand it by the way garth brooks is like worth the follow on instagram it's great this whole instagram is just like a person like pretending to know how to be a person <laughs> we're not gonna talk about the chris Gaines phase that he had but it actually was a good record it just like if he had done it as garth doing some weird shit it would have been good the fact that he tried to be somebody else made it really creepy yeah I wonder um, if he thought, like he saw like thin white duke or something and he's just like i can do it <laughs> just like no one bought it for whatever reason well, thanks guys for being on the show. It was super fun chatting and about music and being creative. And I can't wait to see what you guys have up next. Oh yeah, my God, we great. cannot thanks wait to see us. you guys live one day again when yeah. we're allowed outside. We're going to have like a weird thing where we're like, oh my God, you're like in 3D. 
What does this mean? Yeah. yeah. What's it like to see another person? Yeah. See other humans. Oh, can't wait. And especially seeing other creative humans doing yes. the thing that they do best being creative on a stage in front of people. But until then, where can all of our eight listeners find you? What are your socials? What are you up to? Do you have shit you want to promote? Um, So you can find us literally everywhere at Black Creek Rain, R-E-I-G-N. We're on all streaming platforms, all social media. We've got tons of stuff coming out for not only next month, but really for the rest of the year. Drop by, say hi. We'd love to chat with you. Follow me. Don't follow Lex. Forget that guy. And yeah. <laughs> go, go give them a follow. Go give their stuff a listen. You absolutely won't be disappointed. We yeah. adore these guys. So uh, support them like we do. Thanks, guys. Do your earbuds a favor. Yeah. Well, until next time, we will listen to you next week or we'll hear you. You'll hear us. We'll we'll be in your ear holes. Ear, yeah. Ear pods. Is it ear pods or air pods? Both? Or air Neither? Or is air a dog? Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Anyways, next week is what we're talking about. Subscribe, listen, comment, all that jazz. If you don't like us, tell your exes about us. You'll hey. like us later. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.